Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And I'm AJ Casada. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to twiz.io to sign up today. What is good agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of Eight Figure Agency, where we make it possible for you to build a thriving, growing eight-figure business that does not need you to work or to grow. Today, we got partner, a collaborator of mine, Preston Tesvich, founder of Mainline. They are a software that I am actually leveraging and using to make sure the ads that I'm running on Twitter are more targeted to basically get exposure to not just fucking anyone on Twitter, but a hyper-specific audience. So... Preston, for those of the people that are like, fuck, I want to, I'm considering Twitter ads or this sounds interesting. Should I be using Twitter ads? Who are you? What is mainline? And why should they listen to this conversation? Yeah, I'm Preston. I'm the CEO of mainline. So mainline started from trying to understand virality on Twitter and trying to like latch onto that virality so that you can grow your brand messaging a lot quicker. So it came from me in my startup days as a, uh, a different software company trying to figure out how to leverage Twitter. And then as well as in my consultancy where we tried to figure out how to use Twitter to understand how to position a brand and understand what conversations they need to get into. So that's kind of the background of how we built this out. And ultimately throughout the last couple of years, we've built out the ability to essentially hyper-target audiences based on all that data that we've collected. So over the last couple of years, we've collected basically every user account on Twitter, and that allows us to you know, segment them ultimately into different buckets of users based on who they're following, who they're engaging with, the kinds of keyword conversations that they're getting involved in. And so all that gives us the ability to, you know, basically at a per vertical, even sub-vertical level, create these really targeted audiences as well as audit the audiences of influencers, right? So like a lot of brands work with ambassadors or KOLs, influencers. So understanding who has real audiences, who has spread across topics. And so it's become this like really cool reconnaissance tool mixed with targeting tool for, you know, brands and agencies to maximize their Twitter game. Might've been a little bit of a long-winded answer, but that's, you know. I love it. And just to let you guys know, right? If you're not familiar with Twitter ads, I'm still relatively new. I think I'm like month two of ads. Like, so we are so new to it. But what I was informed on, like prior to coming across presence, you came across my plate, like the perfect time. I would have just had to target accounts in those accounts. Hopefully my audience is there. So like Alex or Mosey, Brent, now, you know, Wiz of Ecom, straight line advertising. Like, so I'm going to have to just find accounts in like, you know, I know for an account like mine, roughly 11%, 12%. 10 to 12% of my followers in a given month or just cumulatively are in my ideal customer profile. I could sell to these people. I can engage with them. I can do business with them. So if I'm doing this across, you know, several profiles, my targeting, my ads, it's going to be a lot fucking worse because I'm just, I'm just basically paying money for people that I'm not going to do business with to see my ads, which sucks. So your software is the hopeful solution to reduce CAC, right? And CPL as well. Yeah, 100%. And like stuff like being able to even track people by their, you know, kind of like how much 
how are how like like deep is their interest in whatever it is you're doing like i want to find people that are following three of those 10 reference accounts let's say or four right and really hyper specific down into like the interested groups that are going to be more willing to act you know mm. find the ones that engage more to target engagement campaigns follow more for follow campaigns and then from all that activity plus people that you know are kind of like your, your ideal audience based on their bio keywords even creating the bottom of funnel groups where you can drive things like calls or signups or whatever and we're just getting to that i as we yeah. spoke in this week you know for those of you listening in the end of we're recording to the end of february 2023 I have a handful of creative videos that are sent to my creative editor who is good with that. So he's going to turn those into basically creative ads for myself. And then we're also going to be launching a handful of other different types of ads to make sure we could get people to click on the link. So for everyone that's like, man, this is pretty fucking cool. How does it work? Right? Like how does, why, how does it work? If people are listening, like what, because I think the skepticism on the marketplace is, yeah, like, how, like, am I, should I even do that? Should I even consider Twitter ads? So like, yeah. how does your software work? And should I be considering Twitter ads are the two yeah, first yeah. questions. Yeah. And those are, those are great questions. I mean, I, let's handle the Twitter one first, right? Like, do I even want to invest in Twitter at all? It's very volatile looking. We have no idea what's going to happen with Elon Musk. There's all these kinds of changes that are happening. You know, it's, you know, can I do even- it? Yeah, do it. Can do I put faith in it? Um, really, the way that we're looking at it is this is like this is like the best arbitrage opportunity in social media right now. I mean, everywhere else is getting more expensive. The targeting is being more and more neutered. Like everything is just getting a lot harder to do business the way that you did before on the other platforms. And now with stuff like ChatGPT, where it's just going to be content farming to the max, and like there's just the signal to noise is just going to be a lot harder to find. You got to like look for every ounce of opportunity that you can. And I think Twitter is like the one. I mean, TikTok might be banned next year. Facebook, my mom uses and I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like you could just tell where the motions of a lot of these platforms are going right now. And not to like crown a winner at any point, but to not invest in Twitter is pretty silly, right? Like in terms of like just the ability to have another front door of your brand, the average um, income on Twitter is like over seventy thousand dollars. It's like so you got a lot of high end buyer types on Twitter. The only problem with Twitter before was that the targeting sucked, and that's where our software comes in, where we're able to do stuff. And so uh, I can answer your other question. Uh, you might have had another question in there before. How's it work? Okay, so if you've ever seen like network graphs where it's like user, you know, like does something with this user and then they go and do this thing and they post this link and they post this media. The bottom of our software is like a massive network map where we're collecting and all this data on interactions between users, conversations, ideas, links, media, and we're creating this massive data set. We have like terabytes upon terabytes of data of just like the connections between things and it's those connections those relationships that's where all the interesting stuff is and that's the stuff that we're exposing now to the people that can you know that that we're working with right that we're able to essentially leverage a lot of the data that they're not telling us to our own ends of like you know creating our own communities because they don't want that 
You know what I mean? Most social platforms want all of that targeting stuff to be very internal to them. You know, they want to they sell. They want to control it. They want to control it, right? So we're basically kind of exposing that. Like a lot of our sort of original like ideas of the company was like X-ray vision for social media, right? See through the bullshit, see through the algos, understand what's really going on and capitalize on it. I love it. And logically, right, it makes so much sense. You know, and I would actually love to, I should probably do an audit. It'd be really cool to do an audit and come back on the pod and say like, you know, in January, our last audit was this, these are the types of followers we're getting. Let's even pull up right now. I think the best way to kind of highlight the power of your software is like through my account. Where do you see my account going with leveraging your software? And just, I'm just, this is going to be a very open-ended question sure, just yeah. based on the marketing mind. Obviously, for those of you that are listening, Preston and I were collabing. I was like, hey man, if it works for me, everyone in the fucking world is going to know about it. I'm going to talk about it. Like, let's make this a win-win collab. I want you guys to blow up and I got fucking all the marketers that follow me. So it's a, it's a obviously win-win. But um, with my account, like, how is this going to work for me? Also, because you, you're working with my media buyer, my buddy, Johnny. What are we not, what am I not doing like that I should be doing right now, right? Because I said it, I'm going to say it again. I'm not a marketer. I've just been blessed to work with the agency space and everyone's a fucking marketer. So I've been blessed to learn from you guys to become mm -hmm. a marketing mind. And so, yeah, so I look at this, this is for me, just I'm like in a Petri, just like, uh, it's just science and I'm learning shit, right? So, so hit, hit me with what should we be doing? What are we not doing? Why is your software going to be working for us? Mm -hmm. Just all the angles. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, at, at bottom, I think run more campaigns to like more of the funnel. Right. So I think when we had first like started like a bit of a test program a few weeks ago with Johnny, it was all about really just a, like sort of small experimentation with following and engaging, which those audiences perform rather well. Right. Like I think it was something like 5x the follow rate of the, um, you know, kind of the internal targeting thing. Um, but basically like the per capita stats of everything were much better on the audiences because you're getting a much more focused audience, right? That is much more the, the kinds of followers, kinds of yeah. engagement that you and, want. And my growth, by the way, guys, like we're not spending much at all, like less than a thousand dollars a month. Like I'm growing easily a minimum a thousand followers a week with the supplement of this. Like, I think it's like 1500. So that's like, I was growing anyway. We have this and now it's, it's basically growth on steroids if i get 1500 a thousand fifteen hundred followers a week over time people follow me one two three six months those people get nurtured through my content and naturally will go to the bottom of my phone so if we only did this i'm going to keep growing yeah. because you know in the last 90 days i think we added close to a million dollars in run rate through twitter alone so this is you know this has been i've seen the growth of how many followers i'm getting through this just yeah, on, just I on engagement our campaign objectives weren't even those, right? The campaign objective was just more like distribution. And so my suggestion on this way to think about it is in the way we do is discover, build, close campaigns. So discover is all about kind of pulling in new audiences and getting them to follow, getting them to engage so that in a sense, it's almost like now you have their pixel kind of thing. So now you're able to put them in into buckets and retarget later. You're, you're able to continuously feed them content. I think the easiest metric there is your impression count. The more real eyeballs that you want seeing your stuff, see your stuff, the better. That just all is going to convert into ultimately more conversions, right? That's where the right impressions matter, right? There's a lot of ways to get the wrong impressions, but that's where the targeting really matters. And so that's why building essentially the, the you know, full stack of campaigns for eight figure 
is I think the key to it, right? We want we want your your broad content going far and wide, and we want your closed content booking calls. Yeah. Scaling your agency month over month is hard. You have to work on delivery and worry about retention and sales, appointments, managing your team, and so much more. I was able to grow a multi seven-figure business and remove myself completely from the day-to-day operation. If you want to do the same, I will show you the exact process I followed to hit the $2 million per year run rate and completely remove myself from the operation. If you want to build the dream business and live the life of your dreams, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash value. I will show you how to build a business that can grow and operate without needing you. Once again, this is eightfigureagency.co forward slash value, and I will give you my best training ever for free. We're talking like, fuck, I need to be be like talking to you more to like, we just haven't moved fast enough. And, you know, hopefully now that we got my creative editor, like making a bunch of stuff, we will put some stuff out. But let me ask you this, because I asked him, and I would love to hear your angle from a bomb of funnel perspective. So like the hard hard sales, hard call to actions. Do you know what I should be doing? Like, would you have any recommendations? Because, you know, I see there's a few people I see all the fucking time, right, on Twitter. And we're funnel hacking those ads. But like, what would you recommend? Like, you should be split testing these types of things. I mean, I think like at a at a real general level, it's testing earlier and more often. I mean, it's it's mm. nothing nothing that's, new that you don't it. agree. <laughs> it's like it's like well, because even even that gap that you're talking about is like man, that's a lot of time that we just kind of wasted that we could have been using to get data and and iterate. You know, so I think I think this kind of stuff is all iterative. I mean, you never really know what's gonna what, what's gonna do perfect. I mean, you always have some good ideas. But I think the worst thing is to like wait for the perfect thing or even even like like I know there's like a good enough perfect line that we look to achieve. Right. But like a high end video is probably not needed for a close level ad. You know what I mean? Especially with a built up following like what you're up to it. By the way, that might work great, but it might not be the only thing that works. Right. And so that's where it's like testing and, you know, kind of I always like what's the easiest, highest value thing I can do right now. And then all this other stuff that I really want, I'm going to put that in the schedule and make sure it gets done. But ultimately, I don't want to stop my testing process because mm. you might just hit like lightning in a bottle on something way simpler than a video. It could be mm. a one liner. It could be a, a, a provocative question, you know, that that with a schedule now button, it could be using Twitter's internal thing. It could be dropping them to your landing page to book a call. It could be a number of different things. But the only way we find out is. Yeah. To- I've been slow to the jump. So let's do this. You said easiest and highest value. Knowing what you know about me and what's going on with me, what is that for me? Oh, mm, put me in the hot seat here. This is this is so we could impress all the people. So they, they pay for your software and they reach out to you. I want well, to make the call to action. I, I will. I don't want to put my head totally on the chopping block for it because as like you, I'm not the expert marketer, right? I kind of have a bit of a committed generalist that has to have my fingers in all the different pies and understand things. So like I said, I'm probably not the best one to answer that question there. But I think like some of your your existing type content, we could repurpose with a call to action that drives them to fill out a form right there or go to your landing page. Like we can start testing those two things like 
immediately. Cool. So let's have a, let's make this practical. Let's pull some shit up. So my intention for this week, I have the landing pages done. So it's just really about throwing shit up now. I was funnel hacking client ascension. I actually learned something. You might think this is hilarious, bro. I always had the, you know, you should always funnel hack because Russell, Russell Brunson says it, we should do it. So client ascension, they're running ads. I'm friends with the founders. The guy who I'm the least friends with, Daniel, who's cold email wizard, black hat wizard on Twitter. I DMs him like, yo, I just want to let you know, I have respect for you, funnel hacking you, but I'm not copying you. He got pretty pissed and I explained it. No, dude, like I'm just looking at your landing pages and basic, you know, funnel hacking your landing pages. And I got IP blocked the next day. No way. <laughs> so I hit him back. I was like, you know, I'm just going to throw up a VPN buddy, but um, <laughs> no worries. So, I, so I'm still funnel hacking. I just have the, v, I have the VPN up now. And I'm so what still- are you learning? Like what are, what are some of your main takeaways? Right now it's, it's actually not even learning. It's just on the funnel. Literally the, just replicate the model. That's it. Hmm. Right. And the thing I'm learning is I, I mean, I just, a re, it's, I'm not a mark. I don't love this. I don't like this at all. Honestly, I hate it. <laughs> like, to be honest, like going through this and like, if I were to redo this in January, I would have probably just been paid you like however much I had to pay you like, yo, or whoever it is. Yo, I need you to give me a very specific blueprint of what I need to write, or you can write the copy. Like I would not be funnel hacking it, but I'm like too far gone. I feel like already that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, have so you seen any of the ads that are driving, driving their conversions. Yeah. So they got like just a, a hard call to action, joint client ascension. They have a, like the scroll screen, which is like this case study and shows like a person's face. Oh, okay. It's like case study oh, carousel. Yeah. yeah. Case study carousel. Like this person, mm-hmm. not 40 camera. Um, we're not targeting the same market. Like I want to get, I want to work with agencies that are doing at minimum 30 K and granted, if you're listening and you're doing t- anywhere at, between 10, 10, at least $10,000 a month, we are happy to work with you. You know, just the people we want to work with the most are going to work with us on the retainer, right? Because those are the guys that we're going to take from 30K to 100K. So yeah, the thing I'm learning, it's do, it's what I'm doing with everything else. I should have just from the get and from the jump hired someone to be like, hey, here's the person, funnel hack them. What's going to call? You ask me questions, then you write my copy, and then you tell me what to do in a video. And for whatever reason, I did that with my cold calling. Like I have a call later today. I've done that with my VSL. And I don't know what my logic was. I didn't do it with this. And it's just to continue, like, it's training me of energy because it's just such an unknown for me. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just stay in my zone of genius and record shit or talk to you and you tell me what to do. And I learned through osmosis that way instead. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Like many things in my own life, it's like, man, that worked great. I guess I'll just stop doing it now. <laughs> Yeah. Part of it, I think part of it is, you know, in full candidness, like part of it in my mind was like, I probably don't need, I could probably funnel hack and then cut a corner here because, you know, we're, we're pretty aggressive right now with our marketing spend too, right? We're paying ways of e-com, paying cold callers, paying for, and that's good, right? So let's turn the tables back to, to Preston, not Jordan. When you think about Twitter, what, what are some of the things that you think are the potential listeners don't know? Common misconceptions, things they might not be capitalizing on. Cause I think you and I share that same. I agree with you. Twitter is the best platform to do business right now on the web period. Like mm-hmm. I could not fucking emphasize that enough guys. What are some things, whether it's misconceptions or I don't know, like things our, our audience might not be thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, there's tons off the top of my head. Okay. I mean, one is stuff like, 
using hashtags or trying to like like branded terms or anything like that like none of your customers are tending to use any of those right just your competitors are right like like no like financial planning no not many users are going to like say that you know or use that like they're you're going to find those kinds of people by who they're following or, or you know but not usually by the conversation so a lot of those kinds of um you know targeting methods or, or thinking about like even just hashtag strategy it's useful don't get me wrong you should do it uh, but like just know that that is like it's often just kind of channels that your competitors are trolling for for content another one is like as far as like active accounts go it's really important to reply and that they're real you know like not bullshit where it's like you know automated stuff or like thank you for your thoughts or you know kind of like the crypto spam level mm. replies where it's nonsense um, I think that the building the community is is really important. And I think that like that kind of like genuine engagement really drives that. Like, and I think that really matters that you have kind of that c community is cross platform, right? So you might have a Slack, a Discord, a Telegram, a Twitter, a Facebook, a TikTok, right? And the community building is like all everywhere. Everywhere is a front door to your brand and Twitter is one of those front doors, right? So don't abuse it because, you know, it's at your own peril kind of thing. What else? Threads. I mean, like just threads and knowledge and like just being like like having good content. Can't really stress that enough. And there's too many tools out there now to create good content. So don't create shit content, you know, like and don't expect like not good content to like go viral no matter what you do. Right. Like you can't you can only pay for so much attention. But if it sucks, it's not going to work kind of thing. I think at the end of the day, the content's really the winner. You know, I pulled some stuff up as you were talking, like I'm looking at my content in the last 24 hours, had one post, 22,000 impressions. I thought that was, and I, I actually got a few DMs like, yo, this shit's fire. Another post yesterday, 7,100 impressions. A post seven hours ago, 60, 1,600 impressions. A post three hours ago, 1,200 impressions. A post an hour ago, 1,000 impressions. Hold on, we got. I think we got one more post in the 24 hour, 3,400, right? So like, what is that, 40,000 impressions in a, in a 24 hour period? Yeah, and it's I, solid, bro. Actually, I'm, um, I, I was like kicking myself for not and have uh, prepared this sooner, but I'm actually going, doing an audit on all your engagement right now. And so it's mm -hmm. pulling in all your tweets, all their impressions. It's going through and getting everyone who favorited, replied, retweeted, quoted it. I wanted to like give you a list of it so you could see wow. all your engagers. So I'll I'll send that off right after the call here. I'll be able to link to it. Wow, guys, if you're not fucking looking into Preston and Mainline, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, so with that, let's use that as a transition. So, guys, my my hope for bringing Preston on was I really wanted you to walk away two things. Fucking go ham on Twitter this year, and if you're not like, I really strongly recommend you do because it has turned our business into a multi-million dollar business. It's built a brand. I, I did not have a brand before Twitter. I was on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn sucks. I think LinkedIn's so shitty. It's such a red ocean. And when you're on Twitter, it, as you consider growing, go, like if you have a clear strategy to monetize and book calls that grows your business, you know, I, I am only spending like a thousand dollars a month on ads. And I just know for every thousand, fifteen hundred, 4,000, whatever numbers, as I get more followers, those people eventually become clients because I put out really good content and I genuinely help. And I have a lot of case studies and testimonials. So I want you to consider hiring Preston or going to Mainline and 
leveraging their software because it's working for me and I barely even started actually using it for what we should be using it in. So it's really fun. But Preston, for everyone that is listening and wants to learn about you, follow you, or get on Mainline, where can they go? Well, if they're in the Slack channel, definitely DM me there because I'd love to love to connect one-on-one. Get if main- you are a client, he's talking about the ADF community channel. You could look him up, Preston. Tess Fitch, that's T-E-S-V-I-C-H. Check him out on the community channel. Yep, and then getmainline.io is our homepage, app.getmainline.com. You can actually sign up for our app and mess around with it. You have stuff like being able to search across all the accounts, make some lists, run some audits. Any of the audi- A lot of the audience stuff we talked about today is like more on the premium level, so that's where you want to talk to us because we can help you get, get sorted out with uploading custom audiences and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, looking forward to hearing from everyone. We're, we're digging the Twitter thing. All this, you know, rough seas is actually quite fun. You know, it's like really been, uh, really been an enjoyable 2023 so far. So Beautiful. Guys, you heard it here first. He's got my stamp of approval, my stamp of endorsement. I strongly recommend you check them out because I think Twitter will blow up your business and I think Mainline can help do that. Have a great day, guys. What is good, agency owners? Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you were looking for support growing your agency and are not sure the best way to do that, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call where you will book a call with us and we will start our process to help you figure out what is the best way to grow your business. We're going to review your systems, add value, and help you understand a new model and system that you can start to build that is going to easily enable massive growth this year. Once again, that is eightfigureagency.co forward slash call, where we will help you scale your agency and add $10,000 in MRR per month. Cheers. Cheers.